Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, June 2nd of 2021. Today was just kind of like a very average day. Um, It wasn't super busy, but it also like there are enough things to talk about. um, So we don't just have a super short episode. I think. Um, I don't know. I know yesterday was really long, so, like, I'm hoping to average it out and have a little bit shorter of an episode, like, 30 minutes or less today. Um, Because I know yesterday was really, really long. Um, So, ideally, if you're new, episodes of the Daily Royal tend to last 30-ish, 30 to 35 minutes. Yesterday, I went to almost 45 because, well, I talked a lot, much like I'm doing today. I'm not sure what's going on there, but... Anyway, um, there weren't a ton of, like, events. So, we are just going to jump right in with the Belgian royal family. Because I had such a weird weekend, I didn't go and look through the week to, like, see what the week would look like. Um, So usually that's something I do. Sometimes when I'm recording on Sundays, I'll, like, pull up each royal household's website and see what scheduled events are coming. Um, And I didn't do that this week because I just had a really strange weekend. Um, And so I'm, like, surprised every day because I'm not prepared in terms of, like, I don't know what events are happening when, um, in most of the countries, because, I don't know, I just don't go and, like, look at their future events. For some I do, and for some I don't. Um, and so Belgium is one that it's, like, I have no idea what each day is gonna bring. Um, so today, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde visited a local hospital. So this has been, um, really, I would say... 80 to 85% of their in-person events have had to do with visiting hospitals or vaccination centers more recently um, for due to the pandemic. So anytime they're out of the house, out of the palace, <laughs> I call it a house, whatever, it's their house, um, it is pandemic related. 80 to 85% of the time. And so obviously this one is as well. Um, So at the hospital, they were able to speak with patients and staff, as well as an emergency response team. Um, It did seem like this hospital maybe focused more specifically on um, physical disability, um, which could be possible. It, it, I'm not sure if it does or not, but it's definitely the the patients that were videoed and that they were talking to in the photos and things like that all did have some sort of physical limitation, um, wheelchairs and et cetera. But I'm not sure if 
that's what the hospital specialized in. Um, I didn't do a ton of research on the hospital, um, but I have found a couple of sources who link to videos for the Belgian royal household. Um, so that was their day. Again, I'm, I try not to mention it every time she does this because I'm sure it gets very old. Um, but today Queen Matilde had on like a wonderful blue, navy blue and white polka dot shirt. Amazing. Um, and her face mask was the exact same material. And I just love when she does that. Um, again, I try not to comment on it every single time. But, like, this one was spectacular because I thought she looked amazing in general. And so the face mask detail just makes it even better. Um, so that's what was going on in Belgium today. I think I'm actually going to look. This is weird. Um, I'm going to look at the court circular now to see if we're continuing on to the UK. Um... And we are. Okay, so let's go ahead now and jump over to the British royal family. In the UK, there were actually no public facing events, which is why I just popped in and looked at the court circular to see if there even was one. I haven't actually looked at it. Um, but like I said, there were no physical events. Um, there were some announcements made today, most of which we're not going to talk about for a while um, in regards to next year's Platinum Jubilee, which officially starts in a year. Um, so it is June 2nd through June 5th, um, or 4th. It's a four-day holiday weekend, so there's two bank holidays. Typically for Jubilees, there's only one. This one is obviously extra special, so there is a second bank holiday. Um, and so in exactly one year, we'll be Trooping of the Color, which is typically always held the second weekend in June, um, but for... The Jubilee, it is going to be held on a Thursday, which is interesting. Um, for me, that thrills me. Um, so I've shared this um, on here, and it, nothing is definitive by any stretch of the imagination. The plan is for me to go to the UK in a little less than a year now. Um, so I will be there for the entire bank holiday and will leave shortly after the Jubilee um, is the plan, but I'm going obviously specifically for the Jubilee. Um, and I thought, oh, you know, I'm in a position uniquely where I don't have a in-person job that I have to get back to. I mean, my work is pretty subjective. Like I can work when I want. That's the beauty of my life. Um, it's also the disaster of my life sometimes. Um, but I have that flexibility. So I thought long and hard about staying in the UK for the month of June. Um, there are some other things at play that I'm not, I was planning on not doing that. Um, but I was going to stay for June because it included trooping and, um, the horse race, which I'm now forgetting the name of. Ascot, there we go. I was trying to call it Epcot, which I knew was not accurate. Um, 
and that's also in June. Like, I was gonna just, I had thought about staying for all of June, um, but because I have some other things that I want to be doing that summer, um, that was not feasible. But they moved Trooping, so I will get to experience Trooping of the Color while I'm in the UK, which is really, really cool. Um, so that was very exciting. That's like the big detail to share for me because that's what I, um, am excited about. Um, so I'm going to take a quick peek at the court circular now. Like I said, there is a court circular. I genuinely have no idea what's on it. Um, okay. So it's Wednesday. You guys, this is what we're talking about. Ready? It's Wednesday. So Queen Elizabeth and Boris Johnson had their weekly audience by via telephone. I had to make sure it was via telephone and that they hadn't switched to in-person. But it's via telephone. I've got nothing else for the British royal family. That's okay. Like I said, it's kind of a weird day in that, um, and it's going to be a weird week in that the British royal family is going to be a little bit lighter than they were last week, going, you know, kind of crazy. So, um, that is pretty, you know, it is, it is what it is. So with that, we are going to go ahead now and move on to the Danish royal family. there was one event. Um, so today, Crown Princess Mary inaugurated a couple of new buildings at a hospital called, I think, the Nyit Early Hospital. Here's the thing. I've talked about this so many times. I will continue to talk about it because every time I mispronounce something, I feel kind of stupid. Um, and I'm a person who does not like to feel stupid, like, at all. It's my biggest fear in life. Um, and I have to remind myself, and I want you guys to know, too, like, I am American, and I speak English and Spanish, and don't have a lot of background in Scandinavian languages, so Danish or Dutch, um, and so I do say a lot of those words and towns and names of things wrong. Um, for a lot of things, I will try and look them up, but not everything has like a pronunciation guide on YouTube. Um, and I just like have some compassion and some grace with that. And this is to me about me as well, because I'm not very nice to myself when I can't pronounce things like those words require my mouth to move in ways that it has never done before and it, to make sounds that it has never made before. Um, so if you're like a native speaker of Danish or Swedish or Norwegian or Dutch or French, like I'm very, very sorry. I can, I can usually figure out French. I will say that like I can usually figure out French. Um, but not always, because that moves in a similar way to Spanish and English. Um, but for me, the, the sounds of Dutch and Scandinavian languages 
I've never made those sounds in my life before. Um, so that's really hard. So I think it's yet early, but I don't know. Um, so anyway, um, she visited the new emergency building at that hospital and the women and child center at that hospital, which I think is like the birth center. Like maybe it's not, that's just the, we call them similar things here in the U S for our birth centers, like the women and baby, the women and infant centers, um, are typically where women are giving birth. And then, you know, the nursery and the NICU for the neonatal ICU, like it's all very close by, um, is what we say. But I don't know. I don't live in Denmark. I don't, I try to know all seven cultures, but I really only understand about two. Um, I have a really good grasp on the less popular monarchy cultures. Um, in terms of like the Spanish and the Belgians, I, I get their cultures a lot more, um, but not so much in Scandinavia. I try, but I don't, I don't understand the way all their systems work. So that is what was going on in Denmark today. It was lovely. It looks like it's finally becoming like beautiful weather in Denmark, which is lovely. Um, I wish I could say the same here. Today, it has rained all day. Um, but then it's supposed to be like 80 degrees in a couple days. I, where I live is very strange weather. Um, like it was 40 degrees on Saturday, this past Saturday. Weird. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on in Denmark. I love the spring weather. Um, and so with that, we are going to go ahead now and move on to the Dutch royal family. there were a couple of different events today. Um, one was announced beforehand and one was not. It was a pop-up engagement, um, as are so common these days for most countries. Um, so first, King William Alexander received credentials of three new ambassadors to the Netherlands um, from Nigeria, Bosnia and Herzegovina, um, and North Macedonia. So, I don't need to talk about this. I literally talk about this every time. Um, I am still very curious now. I think I talked about this the last time, or it's been a couple times ago now. Um, but in a lot of these countries, they, the ambassadors will come from their embassy to the palace, um, where they're presenting their credentials via like carriage, um, like horse-drawn carriage, the whole royal getup, which is part of why I love this ceremony so much. Um, because it's just very cool and official, but I don't know how they get there in like the Netherlands or in Belgium. Um, so I've seen now like Denmark and Sweden and the UK and Spain all do 
very pomp and circumstancy things, but the Netherlands is super casual in terms of dress code. I mean, he still wears tails, but like it's a very casual ceremony. It's like a morning coat, not a white tie event. Um, whereas, you know, most everyone else is in like full gala. Um, so it's, it's interesting. Um, so I just don't know. I have questions and I will probably research more as time goes on or maybe when things become normal again. I think we're reaching a point where things are like as normal as they're going to be for a while. Um, although maybe not in Europe. I don't know. Not that Europe is getting more cases, but just that Europe is being more cautious about things like face masks and distancing and things like that rather compared to the U.S. Um, I don't know which one is right and wrong. Usually I'm like, oh, Europe's got this figured out versus us. But like, I personally am okay going without a mask. I've done it a few times. It's weird. I have a hard time. But like, we've got to go back to normal at some point is my thought process. So anyway, um, so many random thoughts are running through my brain at the moment. Um, so next we have Queen Maxima who visited the Royal Concert Hall Orchestra. Um, so these are the orchestra members who play for things happening at the Royal Concert Hall. Um, so during, I guess they are going through like a management change, like a conducting change or something. Um, and so Maxima was able to take a tour of the concert hall and meet with performers that are practicing in separate areas and together um, about the changes of the past year. Um, but also on the plan for reopening, um, not only, you know, cultural events, but kind of just in general, like the reopening structure for the country, um, as well as allowing people back into the Royal Concert Hall and what that's going to look like with an audience and things like that this year, um, which is always an adventure. It's, I'm excited to see how things play out over the next little while um, as things are starting to reopen. And in some of these countries, you know, it's very common for royals to go to certain events in cultural settings like opera houses and concert halls and things like that. Um, and so what that looks like this year compared to last year, but also compared to 2019 when things were normal and we weren't living with COVID-19 as a thing. Um, so I don't know. I'm curious. Um, but that is what was going on in the Dutch royal household today. And then um, we are skipping Norway, but I did want to update you on an event that happened yesterday. Um, so I talked about it in the episode, but um, I posted the photos that were up that were finally shared today um, online on the website, thedailyroyal.com. So please check those out. Um, they're adorable. So it was a kayaking event with Crown Prince Akun and Crown Princess Matamare. And I don't know if this is like an intentional thing, but this is the side effect it's having on me is like, yes, I'm going to the UK next year and possibly another country, um, like later on in 2022, but really getting desperate to go to Norway because it looks beautiful. Um, so I don't know if that's their intention for doing things like this, but it's working on me. Um, so anyway, that's the little update on the Norway event yesterday. Um, and so now let's go ahead and move on to Spain. Spain. 
we had two events in Spain, one for King Felipe, one for Queen Letizia, but it's literally like the same event, just in different capacity, like different organizations. Um, so anyway, uh, King Felipe today presided over the meeting of the board for the Elcano Royal Institute of International and Strategic Studies. So this is a place. It is a organization that focuses on foreign policy. Um, so it, it has a school element, but it's also like a think tank element, um, in terms of like the day-to-day foreign policy of Spain. Um, so King Felipe is honorary president for the organization, um, and has a pretty big, like, role in the execution, I guess. Like, not a day-to-day role, but, like, is very aware of what's happening in the Institute. Um, And so sometimes, and I don't think it happened this year, I didn't see it at least, but um, some of the people who will come to these board meetings, and maybe that's, like, different thing, but very similar structure. It's still part of the Alcana Royal Institute. Um, but like former presidents of Spain, former prime ministers is, they're very confusing. Their title in Spain is president, but it's more common to use prime minister if you're out of the country referring to them. Um, because that is their more equivalent. Like if we think president, we think president of a republic and Spain is very clearly not a republic. It's a monarchy. Hence why I talk about it. Um, but today it was, um, like a vice president of the current government. Um, who else? The foreign minister was there. So like government officials are there. Big wigs in foreign policy of Spain are there. Um, like it's a big deal. Um, so That is King Felipe's event. And then on the flip side, but literally the same coin, uh, Queen Letizia today presided over a meeting of the board for the Foundation for Help Against Drug Addiction, of which she is honorary president. Um, So this was another board meeting. It was a very different kind of layout board meeting um, in terms of like, they were sitting in a like... theater type of seating like there was a stage and then there were rows of seats um which was very bizarre for a board meeting like board meetings are typically at tables but I think they had everyone there in person like it wasn't a hybrid like FAD has been doing um and so they had to find a room that could occupy that many people in a way that would work um, the, the organization could afford to run out or get donated or something like that. Um, so that's what was, that's what it was. Um, it was, it was, it was just really strange that they both had the same exact kind of event on the same day. That doesn't typically happen. Um, I mean, sometimes it does, but like, it's pretty rare. Um, and it's just, it's so funny. I'm looking at my, my outline, right? And like, the sentences are exactly the same. (laughs) 
it just literally changed the name and the organization. Like, that's it. So that was really fun. Um, it was really interesting when I realized how they were both doing this. Anyway, um, so that is what was going on in Spain. Um, I think things are going to kind of chill out for, um, the next couple of days. And then again, we're throwing in a Saturday event with the Spanish royal family. That's like going to be kind of a big deal. Um, so that's coming up on Saturday. It's just like weird kind of thing. Um, so anyway, that's what was going on in Spain today. So now let's go ahead and jump over to the Swedish royal family. Sweden, much like yesterday, um, lot, a good amount of events with very little, um, context. They did finally share photos of the concert last night, but we've already talked about it. Um, and they were really terrible quality, so I didn't even upload them to the website because they were really terrible quality. Um, so... Today, we had King Carl Gustav digitally attended the Young Leadership Seminar. Um, so the Young Leadership Foundation partnered with Scouts, um, which King Carl Gustav is, I don't quite know what his actual title is, like, in the Scout organization, but he's heavily involved in the Swedish Scout organization, like, kind of Boy Scouts, but it's gender inclusive and, um teaches much more than like wilderness, which Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts does as well in the States. Um, but that's not what it's commonly known as. Whereas I think in Sweden, it's known, like they teach a lot more valuable life skills than wilderness skills. Um, so they partnered together and because King Carl Gustav has such a good relationship with the scouting organization, um, took part in this leadership seminar where he shared in the, his opening speech um, about how the scouts taught him so, like, his leadership skills as a child, um, like, as a youngster. Um, remind you, as a youngster, he was crown prince of Sweden, I think, at four. Um, just because of life circumstances, his father died in a plane crash. Um, and so... At four, he was the crown prince of Sweden. Um, so he had this role kind of on him his entire life, essentially. Um, and so knew, but then had to develop some sort of leadership qualities and skills. Um, and so he gives credit to scouting for some of that um, in a way that I think everyone does at some point, like, they know where they learned to have leadership skills or where they learned to have certain things in their life. Um, and so for him, it's scouting with leadership. And so he talked about that and he um, talked about, you know, the importance of future leaders and generations and um, the ever-changing world, but also like things that stay the same, um, which is what the whole seminar was focused on. So that was the one event I have a detail on. 
Um, and then also today, Queen Sylvia took part in a digital board meeting for the World Childhood Foundation, and Prince Daniel took part in a digital meeting with the Prince Daniel Fellowship. Um, and those two, we don't have any information on. They just, we assume that they happened because they were on the calendar. So that is what was going on in Sweden and in most of our countries through the day. Um, like I said, I don't really know what's coming down the pike. I know some things seem to be calming down, but then other countries may ramp up over the next couple of days. I'm just not really sure. Um, I do know that June is going to be kind of the beginning of the summer season, and then we'll reach even more into it in July and then definitely in August. Um, but I don't know when that will kind of, we'll start feeling that effect, um, and we won't feel it in every country. So it'll be interesting. Um, but with that, we are going to end this episode. Um, please check out thedailyroyal.com, thedailyroyal on Instagram. I'm getting a lot more active on Instagram. Um, partly just due to, like, the way my work is right now. Like, I can sit on Instagram and still be working, um, which is great. So I'm getting a lot more active on there. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to try a couple of different things on Instagram this weekend, so please check that out. Um, again, it's the Daily Royal. Um, it's, like, my username over there. Um, and then thedailyroyal.com. And then also please like, like, please like, like, please like and review this podcast wherever you're listening to it as that really helps it out. And so with that, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Thursday and I'll talk to you then. Bye.